Hello. Hey, what up? You're listening to Ergo. You are indeed. We're doing a really fast intro because we ran over our studio time. Oh man, we are being bogus right now. We're going to not waste any time and get to our great conversation with a charismatic leader. Yeah, an, <laughs> an amazing MC, performer, uh, improviser, comedian, world traveler, teaching artist. Lawrence Binky Tolfrey. Binky was in the building. You're in for a real fun trip fun great conversation we've been real super serious and deep and transcendent and revolutionary time to get goofy we want to have some fun and binky definitely definitely made that happen so let's get right into it with binky yeah we have a very special guest here in the studio with us we have the I don't. I'm, I might be wrong on the definition of this word. I'm throwing it out there with confidence. Give it a shot. The magnanimous. Mm-hmm. Whoa. The the, That's the vibrant. The dynamic. The the effervescent. Someone's a reader. The the bold. We have Binky in the building. Yeah. Artist, performer, curator, comedian, MC, host, man about town, man about the world. Let's let's start Hold with on. tradition. Beep, 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 beep. Boom, 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 boom. What the hell? We do that every week. We do it that time. So it's important. Yeah, thank that we you. Have that. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, We just got to get that on the. Mic. I was outside of myself. <laughs> it was the magnanimous. Yeah, yeah. yeah that threw that, everything that, off. That, <laughs> that's never been. So we should do a segment on the show called Damon expands his adjective. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, people might think I'm smart. I might not always know. I know that it is a word, but I might not <laughs> always key. know his adjectives. Exactly. We got. We gonna cut that. So. So much I want to say. So happy you're here. But we start with a tradition. Word. And that tradition is a two-part question. Okay. And the question is, in this time, how are you treating the world and how is the world treating you? Wow. That was a great question, man. On accident. You <laughs> flipped it. We usually do it the I other way around. Right? accident, yes. Right. How is the world treating you and how are you treating the world is. Wow, yeah. I'm off. I'm off. It's I don't the think pit. you're off, man. I think, I think what you're doing right now is changing good. with the world. I feel yeah, true, you got to change true, it up. You know and just like transparency, we hit the pin in the car. We definitely hit the pin in the car. Oh, we that explains together. it all. Yeah. We roll together. So, <laughs> so this, everything is backwards there. This is new energy. This is what's up. I got a carpool more. All right. How is the world treating you? How is the world treating you? Okay. I just got back from Thailand. I've been back for like maybe like a month or and a half. I'll make this simple. It was, it was there was times where I was on some man. I had my own house out there. I had my own apartment out there. I can just get on my bike and go whenever I want. Get up and chill whenever I want. Go smoke whenever I, and do like very very like independent free type. You dig? And the universe was telling me to come back to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I was pulling me here. I was being the push and pull. Mm-hmm. I was getting vertical mm-hmm. horizontally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doored in this bitch. Um, <laughs> We'll talk about that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing inside joke when people are listening. Um, eventually. Have you heard the show? <laughs> That's, That's, fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but I was being pulled here, and and then I came back, and then I went from having my own house to having that type of freedom to sleep on motherfuckers' couches and futons and not feeling welcome all the time or feeling like a burden every once in a while mm-hmm. or lack of independence. There was a week, there was like a week or even a couple of days, I was like, man, what the fuck, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Why did I choose this? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But um, I know I'm a good person. <laughs> I know I'm a good dude. I continuously work on trying to be a better person. And I say that, you know what I'm saying, with confidence. Like, fuck that shit. Like, we, I think we don't do that enough. Yeah. So to answer your question, how's, how am I treating the world? How's the world treating me? The world's treating me beautifully like I know it would. Mm. Like, I knew it would like it always does. Mm. Because... Like I'm a I'm a true believer in like yeah I'm gonna be down at some point but I'm 
going to be up again. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just law. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just law. And so, therefore, I choose not to stay in the low points as long as maybe, you know what I'm saying, I used to or other people. So I know because I try to treat the world better and better, you know what I'm saying, I work on it. Yeah. Then, I, oh, I man, I get blessed, bro. I get blessed out of it. It's crazy. Like, I, I don't expect it now, <laughs> but it's like I know what's going to happen mm-hmm. eventually, even when I'm in yeah. fucked up moments. Yeah. So world's treating me great like it always does because I try to do better. So interesting. So we're talking, uh, hearing you say that, like the the confidence of I'm continually trying to be a good person, and the confidence of like I am a good person, mm-hmm. or just the confidence that things will work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're talking like in a moment where just personally, like the self doubt is very strong. So mm-hmm. I'm curious for you, like I, I hear the certainty with which you're speaking. Mm-hmm. It is a choice to be that certain, right? Absolutely. Why are you so sure? <laughs> Other than the evidence of all the times that it has. Um, because me and D was talking in the car about uh like past fuckboy shit. Mm-hmm. Just taking response. Man, how about this? How about this? How about this? <laughs> Germany has one of the best passports. Germany has one of the best how? My nigga, how? <laughs> like 80, 90 years ago, you try to take over the world, bro. <laughs> But now you have one of the best passports. How is that? Because what do you mean by a best? You mean the, where you, you can go? Yeah, where you can go, yeah, yeah. and how much it costs to get into the motherfucker too. Yeah, yeah. Some people like Africa has to pay a lot of the times to get into places yeah, yeah. with that passport. But I'm like, how is that? How is that, Germany? You you got a history. But here's the difference: they teach the Holocaust in their schools, in their junior highs, and their high schools. You know what I'm saying? They teach about their past. America is taking slavery out of books. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and and I'm saying all that to say that. We have to face ourselves. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, we we lie to ourselves all the time. The self-doubt comes from not being, you know what I'm saying, self-aware. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I'm. that's why I, I have to say out loud that I'm a good person because of the fuck I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I am. And I, I've done fuck shit, of course. Of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Of course. But, right. like, I can take ownership of that and I can try to do better. I can try not to do that shit again. Mm-hmm. Am I going to do fuck shit again? Most likely. <laughs> okay. But I am aware of that. You know what I'm saying? So America's not aware. Or they're they're aware, but they don't admit to their past. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like once you get through that, and that's and I think that's what makes me feel like I know I can be a better person. I'm trying to be a better person because I can face my fuckboy past and hmm. be like, man, I did fuckboy shit. I didn't take it then, but like retrospectively, I could be like, mm, I can do better. Yeah, America is a fuckboy. <laughs> America, America is a fuckboy. <laughs> that is the quote. That's the quote <laughs> of the episode. Totally. I'm going to flip it on you, Kiss, a little yeah. bit because you asked a little bit of like, even though there's all this evidence, how are you still sure? I'm going to flip it and say, even though there's evidence of value, Mm-hmm. What grounds, what shapes the unsureness? And we can all jump in that. I like that. With you. Um, all of the opposing evidence. <laughs> I mean, all the things that don't support that claim. Like, <laughs> and this is the problem with trying to be rational, is that you then have to look, like rational means like you look at all the evidence mm-hmm. and then you try to make, it's like, mm-hmm. but you don't, you can't be impartial in that. So, some evidence gets weighted more. It's like, you know, if someone says something negative to you, you think about that way more than if someone says something positive or like it sits with you, or at least for me, mm-hmm. sits with me a lot more. Um, so yeah, I think it's just like everyone's crafting a narrative, right? About who they are, how they're living, or I don't know if everyone is. I think a lot of people are. Mm. And you you try to like fit what's happening in your life into that narrative. 
Um, and so you have to be open enough to let the narrative change and not be writing it as you go, like let it mm. unfold. Mm. But I think that's just for me personally, like where I fucked up is I've listened to so many people tell the narrative of their lives on podcasts, mm. on movies, over and over and over again. I've heard people like craft their story right. and they're all doing it after the fact mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, I must, ha I have to do that like as I'm going. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in the second act right now. Yeah, or like I'm in the paying dues period, or I'm in the whatever it is, mm -hmm. as opposed to like, and that's worry about like where I will be in the future, where, and how where, this fits to that, as opposed to just being where I am right now. Where are we in our movie? Right. And it's mm. like this isn't a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. But are you know, you sure though. <laughs> Come I mean, on. Look, How we could do a whole show on the Truman walking Show. Walking in here, mm -hmm. everything outside looks like a fucking movie scene. <laughs> it's perfect. All right, what would this movie be? Dude, this would be a dope-ass, like, uh, mixed culture comedy mm -hmm. uh, slash, like, probably rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is, this Follow is... us as our lives <laughs> or whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it would definitely be an intellectual, like, yeah. funny... In the rom-com, this is where the person works with his best friend. Absolutely. And, yeah. and talks about the date. They're, like, and sitting the in the stuff. kitchen there. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then she said... You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I fucking tripped on the way in here. <laughs> Friends giving terrible advice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, to that unsuredness, though, I, there's something, I don't know, my thought is not related to yours at all, but what you said made me think it. Sure. Um, I feel like my lack of confidence is somehow paradoxically connected to a confidence in my potential, right? So I'm holding myself to a standard of how I see where I should be, and then I see all of the like things I'm fucked up at that stop me from being like mm -hmm. at my potential right so so that belief in that potential has to be rooted in a confidence but then it causes this like guilt and self right you're beating yourself up for not yeah. being there yet for not being yeah mm. and so that's weird because it's not like i don't believe in myself it is like yeah. because like, i dope. believe in myself so much why, why am i not doing dope shit right. you know that's a huge that's a or huge or i am i am not using my dopeness or my mm. my, my, my dope I'm, I'm cheating the world i'm Full cheating potential. myself not, not hitting my potential. i'm not hitting right. it Right. Um, and then I'm like, well, then I suck. It's like, who doesn't do it? Mm. If if other people who worked harder had what I had, you know, there are people who are not dope who are working really hard, mm -hmm. yielding, and it's like, damn, if I if I put some more oomph in my dopeness, mm -hmm. I wouldn't suck so much. I think, but uh, I suck because I'm dope. <laughs> yo, I, I sincerely fuck with that because I think that I think that's the strongest uh, obstacle to get through. Like, I know I'm dope. So why aren't I doing doper, bigger, more, you know what I'm saying? Impactful. Impactful you did. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a huge especially in Chicago. Because hmm. your friends have Grammys. That is a good point. You can see your friend on Prime. Most on TV, people's yeah. friends don't have Grammys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just in the world. Just in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a couple of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's wild. Like this is just a homie. Yeah. That's and funny. So, like you see that, and especially in today's age with like the way technology is, you see it firsthand. Yeah, yeah. You see time. it first. So you can you have to compare your life like automatically every day. Mm -hmm. And Instagram is highlights of motherfuckers' lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Highlights. You know what I'm saying? So it's all you watch on is highlights. It's easy to get into that mode. Mm -hmm. But for me to get out of that, it's like, man, I'm actually, especially when I'm performing, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm happy as fuck. Mm -hmm. And I know if I can if I can have that drug, you know what I'm saying, all the time, then, like, sometimes the other shit is going to fall into place the way it falls into place. Mm -hmm. did, you, uh, did you think about that highlight thing that you were just describing in how you told the story of where you, of what you were doing in Thailand? Like, did you think about what people were seeing and their perceptions of what it was? Sometimes. Sometimes I would, man. I don't... 
you know, I I should post my friends. Speaking of being on that level, mm-hmm. I should post a lot more than I do. But it's like on some Virgo shit, I'd be like, mm, I don't like that angle. <laughs> like, so yeah. I just won't. <laughs> but when I do post, I post for purpose. What I'm feeding you is a narrative. You know, I'm trying to push, yeah. but also it's the truth. My, it's, it's the absolute. I am seeing this beautiful shit, and I, I will always get on there and be like, man. It's beautiful out here, but it's fucked up right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm broke as fuck right now. I have no yeah. idea. But, but you know what? I'm going to be good. So I want to push that, too. I want to let people know that it'd be, like, it's not easy. Right. But also to be, just to be as real as possible. Here's beauty. Here's a, just a different, here's just a different scene. What you're speaking towards right now is, like, one of the two things we were, like, hoping for, excited, more excited about in terms of getting to sit down with you um, is, one, I think you were a, 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 a hyper-present prevalent part of a community that we were documenting um, that then like you were gone and exploded. So we're very interested because mm. from our mm. perspective, it exploded and then you were far away and got to see it from like an outside, but as an insider. Mm-hmm. So I think that gives you some like interesting global perspective to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, we just wanted to laugh. We wanted somebody who's like, <laughs> n- not like a hardcore stand-up comedian, but like comedy adjacent like we are. Nice. And we could just like have some fun. Because we, we've been really deep and smart on here. You just fart. For, and it's for getting like, exhausted. No, <laughs> did you just fart? Did I? Because that's hilarious. That was, no, I think that was like, the Weird comedy adjacent. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, High status, low no, status, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, that, that would be in everything. Copy the central if you yeah, if I just had a fart on intentional deck. fart. <laughs> Remember I'm, Stewie when him and uh, him and uh, Brian had a radio show? It was like Doggy in the Boo. Like Doggy in the Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone still actually have do morning those, shows like that? Because it's kind of like how um, like when people do press conferences in like sketches, mm-hmm. like that's not what press conferences actually look like anymore, <laughs> right. but they're doing a parody of a parody of a press conference. <laughs> Does anyone still do? I'm like, sure in Kansas like, somewhere. Like Jimmy and the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ryan Seacrest, I feel like the national syndicated shit. Come on, like, like, like B96 still do shit like that, right? Like, I, there's, is, there's a, does a B96 still exist? It does still exist. I have not listened to B96 like B96. For, for more than a second. In Remember like Eddie and Jobo? Yes, I did. <laughs> Eddie you, and Jobo. This is pre my time. <laughs> I got to kick it with Eddie and Jobo a couple times. Whoa, whoa, yeah. bro. Yeah, so I David wish has this whole other side of it. Yeah, 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 I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. Eddie and Jobo know Damon Juice. That's exactly how they talk. Yeah, they were. That is such a weird voice. Like, Eddie and Jobo. To be, to be 15, like 15, 20 years of the game out here, like local celebrity as Jobo. My name is Binky. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Let's talk about the Binky. Mm, all right. Where is that, is that a childhood name? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It came from my uh, government's Lawrence. My adopted name when I was adopted was Marcus LaVon McKeever. Mm. And then got adopted when I was like two, three months old. <laughs> and then my father named me after him, Lawrence Curtis Tolfrey Jr. Mm. And then I was sucking on a Binky Pacifier a lot. The brand name Binky Pacifier. Yeah. And, it's like um, a Kleenex Q-tip yeah, situation. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we got Pampers around here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All day. <laughs> I still really don't play games. And so I would only, I would, it was said, the legend says, <laughs> that I would only use Binky Pacifiers. And if, if like if I lost that one and they try to give me like a fucking oh, nuke was, or something. Something. I'm like, what is this garbage? <laughs> You're snobbish. This is trash. Well, I am I not pacified at all. No. <laughs> I am aggressive. 
That's good. Man. That was awesome. You were treating pacifiers like fine wine. Exactly. Yeah. My oral fixation was very specific. At that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Could I? Can I see the manager? He's sending this back. <laughs> Could I? I, I hate to be this guy. Oh. Could you just take this back? Will you send a food back in a restaurant? It's stupid, ain't it? I, I have respect for any service love, right. any service, right? right? You know what I'm saying? If it is unsatisfactory, I make it known to them, like, this is not what I order. In Thailand, they don't give a fuck. They'll make your whole order wrong. You're like, oh, I didn't order this. They'll be like, oh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that's it. You still got to order your right shit and you finna pay for that. Oh, that's like, great. Oh, no. We make... Oh, no. I'm sorry. No, we cannot. I love that <laughs> they take out words they don't use, they don't need. Uh, do you have uh, cashews here? Oh, no half. That's it. Let's get to the chase here. Get to the chase. Other people are like, uh, can I... Let me check. Yeah, I'm sorry. We <laughs> oh, just, just uh, ran out. Yeah, yeah. There is a new shipment coming in. They're like, nah, nah, nigga. No half. <laughs> it's very Kevin Maloney. Yes. <laughs> take away, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Nice. Would you send food back in a restaurant? Ninety oh, percent no. It would have to be something probably pretty passive egregious. aggressively too. Like ah, I don't eat. Yeah, steak, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Jennifer might make me send it back. Like, she might make me <laughs> take a stand. To Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I buy myself, I mean, if it's if, like, give me if it's something missing, let me get that mm-hmm. truth. If you put I'm too much, that. if you put something on here, it depends on what the mess up is. If it's onions, I'll take that off. Mm-hmm. I love onions. I, I don't like onions. Give me onions. I have, I have a big four. <laughs> he just pulls them out his pocket. <laughs> onions, <laughs> the full body. onions yeah. olives, mushrooms, and peppers. I don't like those things. I don't so fuck with olives. Shout out. We can relate. We are not. We found something that connects us. <laughs> I feel isolated. He likes all of those things. I'll, I'll eat everything. The only um, thing I don't eat is pork in this continent. Fair. Mm. If I'm overseas, I'll eat pork. Park is fucking amazing over there. Oh yeah, well they got big pigs over there. They well, got, Anthony like, Bourdain uh, went to. Come yeah. on, Anthony. He went to. Everybody just signaled up to the sky. For yeah, we did. That's for what we did. Home. We all just looked up. <laughs> um, he went to this lady called the Pork Lady in Shane Mai, where I was at. A lot of people still come see her. She wears a cowboy hat, and like I didn't eat a lot of pork before I went over there. But goddamn, <laughs> that shit is amazing. Is it the preparation or you feel like the meat tastes better? Because that's my thing about the pork meat, is that the meat itself the meat is not better. actually that mm. good. The meat tastes better. It's just, it's like, mm. it's, it's not even, it's outside. She's cooking outside, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's not in a professional kitchen. She's got a booth. Got a fucking iron with wheels on it that she wheels out there. And So let, let's, let's, let's go, let's do the, do the, the out there. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep saying out there. Okay. What are a couple moments or memories or stories or can, things that you can just Can we jump back into the move? Oh, yeah, let's jump back yeah, to the move. Yeah, yeah, like, what's this, 2014? 15, I think. 15, yeah, right? I think so. And so, you know, you've been a, a performing artist, uh, you know, a host, MC, ho- holding down open mics, kind of just like a, a, a cultural figure in, in our local ecology. Mm-hmm. And then what sparked the, fuck that, let me get out of this continent? Largely uh, a professionally charismatic person. Oh, that's when I think yeah, of you. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. you do is you're, like, professionally charismatic. That yeah, is yeah, that's, what that's I'm about going accurate. to say from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, what primed me to get out of here was uh, on some teaching and mentoring shit. I'm always telling my kids, like, get off your block, get off your block. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't traveled. I was 33, hadn't traveled. This lady who I knew off the scene was uh, had this, this program that she was doing that was in Thailand. She had a couple of them in different places. This one was in Thailand. And um, I'll make a long story short. It was like five racks to get there. I did a GoFundMe. My video was litty. Okay, <laughs> I actually video. remember it. 
Dude. That's dude. how good of a GoFundMe video it was, it was that I remember it. Me, <laughs> it's what I send people when they ask me, like, how did you get to Thailand? I'll send them that and just be done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, this, watch this. <laughs> there's like a 30% chance that I went and funded it. That's what I'm saying. And I, we like we didn't we weren't. I like there's like you I don't went? need to rewrite history. I may have I may have thrown ten bucks. You in. May, have, you have, may, may have gone. But I don't want. I'm not saying that for credit. I'm saying that to the, the effect quality. The you gone and funded. Yeah, I went and funded. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was. I love the video. I still love the video. Yeah, it really catches it like a like the essence. shit that I was doing. The essence of what I was doing. Yeah. And so made the money. Got to go out there. It was supposed to be for three months. Um, it didn't work out that way. It was. <laughs> it did not work out that way. I promise I would never talk bad about that woman, and I still won't. But when people ask me, it was like she had, she set up this situation for people to go out of the country to experience some new shit, and she had a list of things she was supposed to do for us, and none of those things were done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In each in different situations, it's so crazy. I just hooked up with one of the, one of my homies. We're doing music together now, and he was like, "Bing, you know, you did the trip thing. You know, I was in that the midst of that shit too." And I went to Uganda. I was like, what? And we just share stories. And his is very similar in the way we were treated. Mm. Mm. I quit the program when I was in Thailand after like a month and a half. What were you supposed to be doing out there through the program? program. Um, I was supposed to be getting my TEFL license, which is what you have to get to teach kids uh, overseas and shit. Mm -hmm. And I was supposed to be like going, like teaching little, going into schools, teaching little Thai kids how to beatbox and shit like that. And two weeks in, I hadn't done any of it. But I was having a great time, so yeah. I didn't even notice. She convinced me that the company, it was really her. Air quotes. Air quotes. I did air quotes. She convinced me that the company, uh, if I if I got more people to come with me, it would lower my price. So, Oh, this is a pyramid scheme. Basically. <laughs> that basically. is the, the main argument of a pyramid scheme. Basically. And so she used my, my hood fame. To like <laughs> basically, and I was like, "Come on, guys, you know, come. I'm gonna go yeah. out of town." And like, you should see my facial expressions; they were hilarious. Um, but I convinced a girl to come who who knew me vaguely. We knew each other vaguely. You know, what I'm saying she knew she came to a lot of shows. I knew her then. She went to school with my sister. She came out there two weeks later, and she was like, "And I, I'm showing her around what I learned so far." She's like, "Yo, Binky, this is dope. This is fun." But you know, <laughs> what are we doing? And I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> Oh, we supposed to be doing shit, right? (laughs) When we went to the girl, because the girl was out there, the woman who was on the program, she was out there, which was one of the problems from the. She wasn't. She was supposed to be in another place with her program, Mm -hmm. air quotes, and wasn't there. So you went there, and she was like, "All right, (laughs) supposed to be doing Uganda." (laughs) Ah, I was like, "When's it?" (laughs) (laughs) So we went to talk to her about like what we were doing and what we weren't doing. And she just, man, went totally recluse. Uh, just like, stop talking to me. I went back, me and since me and that dude were talking about our past experiences, mm-hmm. I went back in my text messages uh, <laughs> then. I went back in my, uh, my Facebook chats with her. I was reading it and I was getting heated a little bit. <laughs> I was like, yo, oh, yeah. this is fucked up, bro. <laughs> because I remember reading the words, you are no longer my responsibility. That's the words I read. And I was like, yo, I'm in a different country, though, bitch. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I'm no longer your responsibility. Like, yeah. you got me out here. Like, that's this is my first time traveling. It was right. low-key terrifying hmm. for a quick second. I brought a one-way. You know what I'm mm. saying? Long story short, after the girl, after me and her left the program, air quotes. We have an air quote sound effect. Okay. I'm not <laughs> even lying. <laughs> we'll put it in. Right. But I want to be real. I want to be genuine. Yeah. Um, so, because I said air quotes and I didn't put them up. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want you people to know that I'm alive. Honesty. Yeah. Binky keeps it real. All day. It's a part of me being a good person. Yeah. <laughs> when I say air quotes, I'm doing it. <laughs> it's the commitment. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, made a Thai friend there. He was a cook there. His name was Thone. That's a good friend to make. If you're stranded oh, somewhere, yeah. somebody who has a skill that is related mm-hmm. to food and income with it. Yeah. That's a that's a good minimum. You're not gonna starve. Yeah, Thone was cool as shit. <laughs> Thone knew seven, eight words of English. I knew four words of Thai at the time, and like we would sit downstairs, and he would tell me, he would say the girl's name. He like, oh, no good, Binky. Oh, she no good. He would point at me like, no good, no good. I'm like, yeah, she no good, right, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, she no good. And we would have like long conversations and communicate. Still, mm-hmm. it was so dope, dog. Like, it was, it was, so, it was that was a great experience for me. Like starting off with, he and mm-hmm. I would have conversations mm-hmm. without knowing each other's language. I like Thorn, man. You get married? He's like, oh, Pinky, I don't know, because I would see his girlfriend all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyways, because of him, he t- he was like, you like knew he was hesitant of commitment, yeah. even without the words exactly. hesitant of commitment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I like, I feel you. I feel you. I don't know neither. <laughs> It was because of him, though. He got us a uh, he got us our first uh, hostel. I wasn't familiar with shit like that then. You know, what I mean, I wasn't familiar with the hostel life and the traveling mm-hmm. life. I wasn't. Yeah. Familiar. I was still in the program. And so when I he he got us out. Okay, for for the future references, sure. all programs are air quoted. Okay, cool. Yeah. If we say the program, know yeah. that there's air quotes. Thanks, man, you are leading it. the league in air quotes right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, you get them up. Right. <laughs> he getting these numbers yeah, up. Yeah, some James Harden air quote. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna keep checking out stats. Too, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yo, what's your air quotes doing this week? Ergo, air quotes, air quotes, air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> we go crazy. That's what we call the little excerpts that we take from the show from now on. Ah, uh, air quotes. See, if you we just, give it, then it take it back. That's perfect. Reciprocity. 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 <laughs> Putting that in again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Thone got us out and took us to our first hostel. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't have enough money to take care of herself for the rest of the month because of the program. Mm-hmm. And so I took, I pretty much like held her down in the hostel we we sat in for the last month she was there. Then I took her to the airport and then I came back to the hostel and sat on the end of the bed like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck, yeah. Binky? Now nah, I'm super alone. I'm super alone. Dog. It was terrifyingly exciting, like straight up. I was like. So there was no, nothing in you in that moment to like, let me book this flight too? Like, let's just go to the airport and leave together? Why were you still committed to that unknown? Because like, man, I'm out. Like, one, I got GoFundMe together. This oh, dude gave me $10, right, man. Right, the right. fuck? <laughs> True. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm. I don't feel like I can come home with my tail tucked between my legs. and like, mm. what'd you learn? Like, sh- That this woman's not good at her job. Yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> at that, all. That no girl quotes. that walked by isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> no good, Binky. No good. <laughs> like, You're like looking at that. yourself in the mirror like, no good. <laughs> <laughs> no good. <laughs> Tears from an angel. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you this. I went to the... Um, Immigration for the first mm-hmm. time because you got you got to get your visa renewed. Mm-hmm. When you're there for like one month or two months, you can go get your visa renewed the first time, stay there for another month, and then next month you have to leave the country mm-hmm. to get another thirty days on your visa to stay mm-hmm. in Thailand. So this is my first time going to get my visa stamped. I don't know what the fuck to do. I look online, it like it says it's going to take eight hours. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I go there. I'm unprepared. I don't have a pen or nothing. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm outside sitting on a bench about to fill out my paperwork just like nervously. Mm. I turn around. It's a white lady and a Thai lady. I ask both of them for, I'm like, does anybody have a pen? They both go in their purse to get a pen. 
the Thai lady pulls out one first, gives it to me. I'm like, yo, thank you, thank you, thank you. I turn back around nervously, fill out my paperwork. The Thai lady comes around in front of me and says, what's your name? I was like, Lawrence. I was like, what is this? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> uh, like, she's like, what you do? And I was like, I'm a teacher. I teach. She's like, oh, really? My my uh, my my kidney teacher. You know what I'm saying? I was like, word. We had a, like a nice five-minute conversation. It was sweet. We exchanged emails because I don't have a phone at that time. Mm-hmm. We exchanged emails. I'm like, oh, that's a cool sign. That's, this is my first time in immigration. That's a cool sign, man. So I went inside to fill out the rest of my paperwork, like, like feeling a little better about mm-hmm. my situation. I go turn my stuff in. The Thai lady, 20 minutes later, comes and sees me again. She says, Binky. No, she says, Lawrence. She says, Lawrence. She says, uh, I done. She's like, when you, she's like, you want to meet my kids? I'm like, huh? I'm like, uh, yeah. 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 She's like, okay, when you're done, I wave, and then we meet my kids. I said, okay. This is my first time going to immigration. Mm-hmm. My first time. I got done within an hour. I waved at her. Her name was Moon. M-O-O-N. It's a good-ass name. That right? Good name. It's a great character for a story about, your, about your life journey and travels <laughs> in the movie that we're making. Her name was Moon. <laughs> her name was Karen. <laughs> no, no, her, name, her name was Moon. So There's definitely someone in Chicago whose name is Karen who goes by Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Super. <laughs> I know her. Like a, a 50 second. <laughs> she could roll, boy. Nobody roll like Karen Moon. <laughs> so we go outside. We go outside. I'm, I'm about to go meet her kids. She says, okay, get in truck. I was like, what's up? Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. <laughs> get in truck. <laughs> this, oh. this is one of those moments where now you need those extra words. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. where those words of, hey, you want to ride together? Yeah, Maybe dog. see if we they can save more gas Throw money. that in. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that good, in. no good. Doesn't do it. <laughs> uh, no <good>. half. <laughs> get in. No half. <laughs> No, have what? Uh, since. <laughs> I got so you got tr- it. I got in a truck. <laughs> We're riding. Now, I had gone through this whole situation with this. I'm still kind of going through the situation with the with the program. program. And, like, I'm just, I'm feeling this. I don't know what the fuck to do. Here I am, my first time immigration, in this lady's truck, this Thai lady's truck who's taking me to her home to meet her kids. You know what I'm saying? Or to be sex trafficked. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Either way, I'm going to make some money. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to some, uh, so, I, think, yeah, I think it's always too soon. <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. It's always too soon to sex trafficking. <laughs> no quotes. Um, I'm talking to her in the car, and I'm just like, yo, I'm like, can I ask you a question? She's like, yeah. I'm like what make you, what's making you take me to your house? What make you trust me to take me to your house? She said, like, I talk to you. She said, like, you have good spirit. She said, like, I can feel spirit. I'm good at feeling spirit. I can feel your spirit. And she said, like, you have good spirit. Motherfucker, I almost cried in the car. Mm-hmm. I had to roll it down. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's a, woo. <laughs> I, and I, just going through that situation, hearing somebody say that, who, yeah. someone from Thailand, just a place I'm not from, to say that and feel, and feel that, it was like, yeah, I'm a good person, bro. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> that's what I'm basically trying to get at. I'm a good person. <laughs> so she pulls up into a dirt road. I'm like, all right, well, here's the time. <laughs> this is it. You live the good one, Bink. Either going to meet her kids or my maker. Those are the two options right now. Either way, I'm about to get acquainted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to get to know somebody better. Yeah. Pulls up to this dirt road. Pulls up into this, I don't know, like small mansion. Fucking water fountain outside. Out comes this tall, like ex-hippie white dude. Three or four beautiful kids. They're, they greet me, smiles and hugs. 
I'm six three, dark skinned, bearded. I think <laughs> so. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, my husband's gonna be so surprised I bring you." I was like, like yeah. Yeah. "Yeah." She said that in the car. I swear to God. She's like, "Oh, my husband's gonna be so surprised I bring you home." It's like, yeah, they make movies about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I size her up like four times. I'm like, I could take her. <laughs> she make a move. Yeah, like, yeah. I can, so I want to actually talk weapons. about this though. We'll leave it in suspense. What sure. happens there? Sure. And then we'll get back to it. But. Like the, the trust of getting in the car is something that one, just like in general in the United States, like we have been so taught, like do not do, you know, mm-hmm. stranger danger. And then also just specifically like on a Chicago standpoint, there is a level of like vigilance and guardedness and distrust that I think pervades the city and like it influences mm. so many people's interactions. And you are like an open and trusting person in general. I know from seeing you around, like, how you interact is open. Mm-hmm. But even within that, there's a certain amount that I would imagine you had to like, you know, just to maneuver here, there's a certain amount of guardedness that's necessary. I'm a 6'3", dark-skinned, black male with, with a beard. I've had to walk differently my whole life. You right. know what I'm saying? I know, though, at, at the age I am now, I know that I don't give that off. I don't get like when I'm walking past me, they feel that I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not a threat. But that doesn't mean that I don't have a target on my back, right? right? So, like, being aware of that, I'm super, like, okay, I started a group called Black Packers out there. I would stop any black person I saw out of the country, be like, yo, what's, if it's a girl walking by herself, I'm on my, I'm on my scooter, I'm skirt, what's good? 80% of the time, they feel me and we end up talking. That 20% of the time, they have to be guarded because they're from the States mostly. And here's a big black dude pulling up on them like, what's good? Right. (laughs) That has much different context back home. You know what I'm saying? Much different context back home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I know that I still talk to strangers out here as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I I know my aura, but I know what you got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, man. So in that, in having the trust to get in the car, Mm -hmm. did you have, like, your, like, open to the world brain and your, like, Chicago brain Mm -hmm. battling each other? Nah, my, my fucking factor's pretty high. Like, my, my fucking factor. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be there. Fucking fuck, fuck factor. That's my, through my, the roof. Oh, that's great. My fucking factor's pretty high. It's, it's not just the word. It's the same. Fucking fuck factor. But that giveth and it taketh away. A fucking factor. Fuck I can't even say it. A fucking factor giveth and it taketh away. Like, mm-hmm. how do you maintain... Like a high fucking factor. I'm living also in this a world. big black dude. <laughs> I'm not scared of shit either. Like I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm aware, but I'm also a male. I have big male privilege also. Like I know that I have a target on my back, but I know ain't nobody gonna run up on me qu- quickly, as quick as they would run up on you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I just I know that, mm-hmm. or I take that with me, and I also don't like I I know how to transfer my energy. Whereas on some like I'm gonna I'm walking in confidence, not in fear. Right. I, I'm aware of my size. I'm aware, I'm aware of how I look. I'm aware of my aura. I'm aware of these things, and so like, but I take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm taking advantage of my male privilege on some like I know that I can say hello to somebody and. They feel my aura that I'm good, but I'm not scared of them wilding out on me at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's something I've been trying to actually articulate to women who trust me and I trust in my life. Mm -hmm. That like, at least me, but I think most men, there is this constant awareness of like, this person might punch me. Mm -hmm. Just in every moment, in every interact, like there is a chance I might get punched right now or attacked or whatever. And 
it, I'm not, you know, saying it's more or less or worse or better, but like but you calculate your odds in mm-hmm. every, like, it's just a subconscious <laughs> process that's happening all the time. It's like a script that just keeps running. Like and, you didn't have to tell me you were six three. It's like I, yeah, I, I, knew, I knew you were six three. Oh, wow. I, I, I've added that up before. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we size each other up all the time. And like that's is that a male thing? Fucking. Cr- is that a male thing to size? Like I think women are I, sizing up different things. Yeah, I, true, think true, true, true. I think it's I think it's human. I think the way we size up is mm-hmm. unique and special. I think yeah. There's the the physicality of the threat. I think is a somewhat unique mm-hmm. thing yeah. to guys. And and, and be, you know, it doesn't mean that you want to fight. It doesn't mean you're constantly in a position to fight. But there is like. <laughs> I heard someone on a podcast say, like, the reason why men wear sneakers is so they can, like, run away in a fight. Mm. <laughs> like, that's why so many people like wearing sneakers. Is <laughs> like, these are good running shoes. Brilliant. <laughs> but so this, Fight or flight. Exactly. <laughs> Where are my flights? Yeah. I, <laughs> exactly. And my fights. I don't want to... boxing gloves and good, Yeah, good, good grip shoes as well. <laughs> so that self-awareness that you have of yourself, how you perceive the ways that you can take advantage of it in certain times, the mm. ways to take a step back in other ways, how did, was that different there and how did the scripts have to change being in this different context? Well, I was, I was talking to D in the car about um, I had less. I'm a fan of this D abbreviation. Too. Yeah, you like is it cool? Yeah, 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 yeah. we're all friends. Right. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my friend D uh, in the in the car about uh, things, certain things I didn't have to worry about there. Hmm. I didn't have to worry about cops killing me there. I had to worry about white folks or black folks killing me. I didn't have to worry about death. I wasn't hmm. worried about death. You know what I'm saying at all. And I had I had to get this. Are you ready for this? Or violent death. Or violent death, right? Everyone's yeah. got a violent death. But this is what I attained out there just for a little while. White privilege. It was amazing. <laughs> Break that down. Break yeah. that down. Oh. Yeah, you never feel oh. more American, I would imagine. Than Dude. Me. Is that is that what you're you're basically like conflating American privilege yes, as absolutely. as a white privilege? Absolutely. Because we it's a white supremacist society. Okay. You, you nailed it, sir. Good job. <laughs> so what did that look like for you? It looked like me walking down an alley with a and, and nobody clenches their purse. It looks like me mm. pulling up on police who have a traffic stop in the in the middle of the road, because that's how they make their money. Because it's a, it's a military ran, you dig? So police make their money by getting money from uh, scooter people who, who don't are, have a license or right. American. And I'm imagining there's some colorism to that too, right? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's a local doctor. Absolutely. But so, it got to the point, sir, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where I stopped stopping. <laughs> I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. Uh, I got sick of them stopping me for money. This is a traffic go. Yeah. I was, the, last, the, the, the very first time I did it, I didn't know I was gonna do it, mm. but they 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 have cones set up in the street and they flag. They're like, "Hey, come on!" This is how they say, "Come here." By the way, I'm doing like a upside, upside down, down. Come here, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like mm, this way, this way. <laughs> Hear me clapping? That's yeah. He's like, "Come this way," and then you have to pull over, and then they're like, "License," and I'm like, "I don't have a license." They're like, "Oh, okay, three hundred baht or one hundred baht. One hundred baht is like two dollars and eighty cent. A thousand baht is the biggest one. It's like thirty American dollars." Mm-hmm. Um, Food was a hundred baht, two hundred yep. baht. Massages two hundred baht, six dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? But here, here I am running out of money though. This is the first year I'm there. I'm running out. Of, I'm running out of baht. This, this shit is, this is becoming real <laughs> money. About to now. be boughtless. Yeah. I'm about to be boughtless. You're not thinking in dollars anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be bought it, bought it. Okay? <laughs> if, it <laughs> if it don't make baht, then it don't make sense. Exactly. So. <laughs> All about the bodgemans. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Let's see one more. Um, well, what you, do it, you can do it. Big okay. bot baller. Okay, I fuck with it. I fuck a bit bot baller. I was no longer a bit bot baller. I was losing my bots. I was robotic. Nah, that's right, we got it. That's, that's terrible. And All right, at okay, a point. okay, cool. I was. He was like, pull over here, here. I was like, okay, okay, 
okay, no, no, no. And I took off. I took off on the ass, and then I bust a U-turn like this because they have. Uh, we have to go to the other side, and I went to the other side, and I just looked behind me. They just carried on their business. Nobody was chasing me. I was like, huh? <laughs> I'm alive. I'm alive. And that's when I thought, oh, y'all done fucked up. <laughs> I can just do this now. Hey, guys, how about this? How about this? I've kicked police out of my house before in Thailand because mm. I had open mics at my house every Friday. Mm. So police would sometimes they'd come in because they have a lot of people there. Mm. And they came in one time. And this is like the third time they came in. So at this point, I was like, I was cool with yeah. it. I was like, you're like bars in the back. Right. I'm like, oh, these dudes. You trying to get up? <laughs> they asking where the Thai, they're like, where's the Thai? Where's Thai? Because they're looking for Thai people because they want to translate how much they want, like how much money they want. Mm. And so I was like, no Thai here. So <laughs> what you going to do? Very succinct words. So they went, to, they went to the bottom of my steps, right? Because I think they saw people on my rooftop. The bottom. Sorry. The- <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't worth it. I apologize. <laughs> and so they're at the oh, bottom. Of my- started from the bottom. <laughs> there we go. There, there it is. There we go. Daughter from the bottom. Oh, that's good. That's I feel good, so man. much better now. You're I feel back. cleansed. You should. Now you're gonna have to tell that whole story. I'm kidding. Ultimate alternate reality, Damon. Bottom B word. Bottom B. So right. they're, they're there's cops trying to shake you down. Oh yeah, I, they went up. They went upstairs. By the way, they just walk in. There's no knock, knock. no warrant. Yeah, nothing. there's no warrant thing yeah. that exists there. We're in their country. So that's that. You gotta respect that shit. They walked up the stairs. I followed them. We went to the rooftop because I was like, everybody closed their doors. Everybody closed their doors. They came from the rooftop. Nobody was there. They stood at the top of my steps. They started looking around the hallway. I turned. I was like, fuck that. I turned the lights out. I was like, Mm-mm, no, no. Then they're looking at me. I'm looking at them. They're like, go down. I was like, you go down. It's my crib. Bye. Get out of my house. I'm moving my arms. I'm flailing them in front of police. I'm gonna be honest. This is way more than a white person can get away with in the United States. You can't Maybe. turn the light off on a cop in your own house in the United States. As the only white, like, there are still... I believe it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And what type of white are we talking? That's true. Good point. I seen what variety that. of white? In High Park the other day, they had they spent 20 minutes pulling this white boy out of his car. Wouldn't He could he would not get out the car they was pulling at him. Like, you think would have pulled a brother that long? <laughs> no. No, but the, like, I do... To get out of my house, that type of white definitely exists. Get out of my house. And they left. I was like, oh, there's some get out of my house. There's house. some get out of my house whites. That is <laughs> you know some get out of my house. I know some get out of my house whites. Yeah, yeah. yeah get get it off, too. Yeah. Get out of my house, officer. I guess there Johnson. is a, like, talk shit back. Or where's your warrant in the first place? You're not coming in my house. Remember the, you seen the video where he was like, I don't answer questions? Yeah, all that shit. I don't answer questions. Okay, have a nice day. Yeah. What? Yeah, he did, he did it like a hundred times. He mm-hmm. get, every time he got pulled over, I don't answer questions, and they would they would like very politely, quickly. So maybe I've underestimated this. Yeah. <laughs> so everything, and you don't realize that they're trying everything. There's everything they taught is a question. Can you pu- pull down your window? I don't answer yeah. questions. Can you show me your driver's license? I don't answer questions. Yeah. And like he'd said it three times, and every cop had, like, okay, had like a respectful like, oh, you know the answer. It's like, oh well, you won. All right, see you later. But uh, I have to see one of us do it. I will not try. I will not be yes, I, I, no. It's similar to what Lil Wayne did with Katie Kirk. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gangsters don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. They move in silence. Yeah. 
Well, I just think that was a lasagna. funny. Lasagna. You know, the, the yeah. great, the, the, the Hannibal bit. He goes like, gangsters ask all types of questions. <laughs> <laughs> gangsters don't ask questions. Where are you uh, from? Is yeah, a that's a question. <laughs> Hello. All right, I'm, I'm pivoting. Thank you. Pivot! We're in the middle. Of, we're, this is the second story we're in the middle of. I think we get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to. There's a no, 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 no. I have to know what happened when you got to the house. Just when you got to the house. Oh, okay. Let's finish that. When I got to the house. The, well, you got in the woman, the tied, woman's car. Oh, the hippie yeah. dude comes out. Okay, so the kids um, hug you. The kids hug me. <laughs> I look. The youngest one. The youngest one has like bangs and long hair. Mm-hmm. Can't be like three, four years old. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, your daughter's beautiful. They was like, oh well, that's our son. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh okay. Now he and I. Hit it off immediately. He's three. He's like three, but we're punching each other, like chasing each other around the crib. Like I mean, seriously, you would win that fight. they have a trampoline inside their house, <laughs> man. Like it's, mm-hmm. me and him automatically hit it off. The wife and the husband look at each other. This tall white husband and his Thai wife look at each other like, "What the? Is fuck? he native Thai white or is he no? He's British he's, white. I what think, type of white? Oh, he's yeah, he's like California white. California white. Yeah, like he. We like have to dis- distinguish our white. Yeah, he like, mm-hmm. a ex, but he's like San Francisco. Okay, white. yeah, you know what all right, yeah. All right. Cool. yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? They looked at each other. They was like, "Yo, he hates everybody." It takes him two weeks just to say something to someone. Mm-hmm. And here we are laughing Shopping automatically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They was like, you're hired. Mm-hmm. We want you to teach our kids whatever. They were rich. They were building a school on their property. Uh, and so they had a teacher that taught them science, English, and stuff like that. He was a cool dude. They lived like in the house. He wasn't getting homeschooled. They had a school at home. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And he was cool. His name was Derek. He was cool as hell. And all I did was teach him art. It was a boy, girl, and then a little girl, and then a little, little one. Mm-hmm. So... Two boys, two girls. Mm-hmm. I taught the first the first two older ones. I taught them for a while, but they were like little assholes, little rich assholes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I don't really want to fuck with them. You, like, okay. you expelled them? Pretty much. <laughs> to the other room. <laughs> Go to your other classroom. Room. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up teaching. I ended up like, dude, I pretty much was just playing mm. and getting paid like pretty decent bot over there. <laughs> and it took me to my next level because I was running out of money. Right, yeah. Like right. that the first time I went to immigration, I got a job in someone's like house, mm-hmm. getting paid pretty decent money, even for those standards over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The mom ended up being a little crazy, whatever, whatever, ended up firing me. But everything kept happening like that. Mm-hmm. Everything took me to the next level. And so when next you level, say to, to her, I am a teacher, mm-hmm. even if it just turned into playing, what were you intending? Is there visual art in that? Is oh, yeah, man. We, practice? Like we would we would do all type of ill. And, I, and then actually we would have a YouTube day. Uh, Where like I would just show them the illest, like blackest, dopest <laughs> things that they've never seen. Yeah, because you could just teach them about black. Culture. Yeah, that's pretty. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm the I'm the first black person they've ever met. So how about I'm gonna give you the dopest shit about us? <laughs> and I end up having Chinese just students. most deafish. You know, just like <laughs> dude, <laughs> just, dude, just whatever. I'm a, and <laughs> go back in the archive yeah, like yeah. Fats Domino. Yeah, yeah I, got, no. I, got, I got the I'm Nicholas a, Brothers. I got a whole back pocket full of shit. <laughs> we got a chess records deck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I would teach them, and then I end up having. Chinese students at one point and we end up doing you like get a, bullshit off like oh, okay. Hammer is raw like you can just like, <laughs> like I can tell them anything yeah, just MC Hammer dances like yes. man if you ain't seen nothing his mother out, is, dog. he's doing it hey, Mr. Binky Mr. Binky um, uh, Mr. Rose said that you were too legit too quick I'm like that's right that's right I'm not gonna quit because I'm too legit <laughs> I can tell them anything. I just watched the too legit quick video in the last like five to seven days okay, it's like a 14 <laughs> it's like a 14 minute it's a movie. Movie. Did you quit on it? I want. I did want to. That's funny. I had to like say like no. He was, let, he was a bot too. Let me stick this out. You were you were too legit to quit. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, I stuck it through. So things so, just kept falling into everything place kept in this like that, way. Man. One thing was kept leading to another. So more of the story is you didn't get murdered. You did get fired, but in between had some like great play and like, oh my God, learned but, about some shit. How about Chicago taught me the hustle that it takes to actually do right. shit like that, though? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, I was in the right place, right time, a whole bunch of times, and my aura is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But like... It's a hustle, bro. It was times where I didn't like you. You have to do visa runs. It's mm-hmm. not super easy at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to do visa runs. You have to leave the country. What if you don't have enough money to leave the fucking country? Mm-hmm. What if you do not have enough money? And it's happened. It's mm-hmm. absolutely happened. So you go if you go over on your visa, there's consequences for shit like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah. Imagine if every two months we just had to like pop to over Canada. to Canada real That's what quick. I'm saying. What yeah. if you had no money to go to pop over to Canada? Right. Your your pot your popped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. To the other conversation we were having around, mm-hmm. like, enjoying that access and that privilege for the first time. Mm-hmm. How did you make sense of that? Basically, how did the tensions of that play out, right? Mm-hmm. Did, did it get to a point where you felt, like, in the same way <laughs> that, like, this type of exploitative power is harmful when it's enacted on me? Mm-hmm. I have to check how I'm enacting it on other people. Mm. I had traveler's guilt like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like... Just being aware, because I, I would stay on the news and shit, everything about here, because, like, my job as a host is to, like, feel people. You right. feel me? I want to stay with my niggas is on. You feel me? Like, right. it's hard to, like, I, I can't come back not being able to relate. And I had travels good for a while, and I had people, like, guilt trip the shit out of me hmm. for living this this total free life that I didn't know existed. After a while. From after, here? From, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Especially, like, family and shit like that. It's one thing that travelers have to sincerely deal with. It's like so many things. Like people, are like, what are you doing? Come back to reality, air quote. And like, you deal with that for a while. And you and I, man, I felt guilty. Like a mother, like who am I to deserve this type of shit? Yeah. Like who am I? And then I have to come to terms. Like nigga, I'm binky. Fuck that. Like <laughs> like like Najee. I know I know that I give a fuck about people. And I know I have I have selfish ways. Like I'm like as well but like i my purpose is service you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i know my purpose is service and i like making people feel good about themselves and so like it took a while of some inside shit but here's a place in which i actually get to go deep inside because i don't have other bullshit that's deep, on my back deep inside deep deep deep, deep inside, inside. Yeah. hey you see the shoulders in here guys <laughs> You just see the shoulders in here. They went crazy. What's impressive about what you just did is one, it was seamless. Two, you captured the sound of a bass that's like a little burnt out in the back of a car. Nice. Like it, it wasn't just like the bass hit. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, that tweet is like a little blown. A little bit. Of- <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, exactly. It's got some wear and tear. Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah exactly. So it, it as being a person who is constantly giving and making people feel better, you, if I'm understanding correctly. Mm-hmm. One, I know that that's what I'm going to do no matter where I am. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm able to go into myself in a way here that I couldn't back home. Is yeah, that right? Absolutely. A hundred percent. All right. This this is a very good place for the same pivot I wanted to do. Good job. Pivot gang. Pivot. Pivot. Yeah, it's, we're pivoting in post. <laughs> um, so the, I think one of the big themes of our conversation is like the, the confidence in your value mm-hmm. to, to the world, right? Like, the, And it's been phrased as like a good person. Um, when I picked you up on the way here, I think one of the first things I said of like, you know, thanks for doing this is there is a there is a, a kindness and a charisma to your presence. Right. And you were like, thank you. I still have done and be on fuck shit. Right. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. talking through the idea of some of it is like the world's change and you got to watch American 
culture in the U.S. and in mm-hmm. Chicago change from afar, but then also some of your experiences out there uh, also connected to this privilege conversation of like you also named having to address male and masculine privilege in way that you might not have before. So mm-hmm. we we were talking about that a little bit before we got here and just like how has that unfolded for you and where are you at on that journey? Mm-hmm. Um, and what what does the space of like moving back and forth, how does, how is that shaped? Yeah. I've had to check a lot of myself out there too. Like this whole good person shit I'm, I'm on is, uh, <laughs> is, was work, is work, yeah. is work. I'm unashamed of that work. Like I'm happy for that work because motherfuckers is like, people don't understand that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And it's easy just to continue to be doubtful of yourself or, or not to have the confidence or, or to think you're not good enough for shit. It's work to feel like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's in. Because it's not arrogance. It's not. Right? It's not. Arrogance is rooted in insecurity. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know that I'm putting in work to do better. I'm not, I'm not peaking. You know what I'm saying? Like, the work is still there and I'm still trying to do it. And I, and if people don't take acknowledgement of that work, let alone put the work in, but don't take acknowledgement of it, then what the fuck is the point? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's slavery. <laughs> that's slavery. That's working for nothing. Like, if you don't give credit, like, motherfuckers, retire and get a go watch at least or something like I used to used to you know what I'm saying <laughs> acknowledgement yeah. we have to acknowledge ourselves so to I guess to answer your question is like um I went through shit out there being that I was able to go deeper in <laughs> then um it was it was easier to change and I got checked on a whole bunch of shit out there mm-hmm. on my arrogance on my male privilege on my toxic masculinity on my you know what I'm saying? Doing too much. Mm-hmm. Like, I got checked on all that shit, and I had to sit back with it, and it was uncomfortable. In ways you hadn't been here? Right. Sincerely. Hmm. Sincerely. I, I was telling him in the car, like, being this this whole good person and shit, I fooled myself for years. <laughs> <laughs> for years. Which is usually the trope of the good guy. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I fooled myself for years thinking I was a good guy all the way around, but then I would do fuck shit on my girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? And, like, coming to terms with that, and then forgiving yourself— Mm. For being for being that 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 is work. I was like I was dead on trying to hit up on all my ex, hit my all my ex girlfriends up and apologize for shit. And then what am I doing that for? That's still just for me. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know what they want. Right. You know what I mean? So like I just going through those motions, man. What did you learn about the behavior? Right. Like so now once you mm-hmm. were able to realize it and then work to be on the other side of it and to like balance it and counteract it. Mm-hmm. What did you see about that behavior that people take for granted? Because um, like we were saying in the car, so much of it is just the normal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, man. Um, it's hard to face self. Yeah. Like really, really put up a mirror. Like we're talking about with, with, with America, that's the lack of. That's what we don't do. Mm-hmm. We just don't face ourselves. Put a mirror America up. Is a fuck boy. That is, is America's a fuckboy. America's a fuckboy. That's so great, dog. There's a slam poem just yeah. waiting for someone to read. I know, dog. Uh, There's 20 of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> America. I didn't say I wanted to hear is it. It's a fuckboy. There's <laughs> such a cadence to that. Yeah. One. <laughs> and you know, number six is always just one word. Yeah. And then you get on to seven. The seven's a long one. <laughs> they wait to six to say slavery. Yeah, yeah. You can't throw it up there like one six. through five. Slavery. Seven. seven. The different uh, dynamics okay. of the the sporadic, unemancipated, dilapidated. <laughs> oh man! I'm Never sorry. made it in America. <laughs> Seven. Oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> the mirror is there to stare at you. 
break it. Seven years, bad luck. No fucks given. <laughs> Give me a, that's the that's the move. Yeah, that's where you go. Oh God, the like last word to the first word. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, we love you, Slam. We do. <laughs> but the but there are people in Chicago who can check you on that. Yeah, shit. of course. So what was it about being there? Yeah. Was it different people, or was it that because your world had kind of expanded and exploded, you were more able to hear it? Um, all of it, all mm. of it. I'm also in a community that is on the same shit. Everybody in that community is trying to grow and be better. Mm-hmm. When you have that kind of collect that creates an energy, man. Mm-hmm. And Chiang Mai, I was Chiang Mai, Thailand is a special place it is a vortex of dopeness we are surrounded by mountains we're not even affected by like earthquakes or any tsunami type shit none of that affects us and then there's a plethora of artists everybody's trying to be better artists and better people in a community and we are helping the fuck out of each other Mm. so i bring all my chicago flavor out there which we actually do here like people like don't understand like that's why i love chan so much as a person he like he's a poster boy for helping out doing mm-hmm. doing dope shit with with each other. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So we took that I took that energy out there. That energy already existed before me. It's a kingdom. You know what I'm saying? It's an actual fucking kingdom with a king. You know what I mean? Like people still got kings. Yeah, yeah. There's kings, lots of kings. Bro. There's mad kings. You know, long... Spain still has a king. Shut up. Sweden still has a king. Sweden has kings. Sweden's got kings. That's crazy. I didn't know Sweden. Well, they got kings. one king. Okay. <laughs> they, they, they have had kings. They've had like, kings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Sweden had kings. People man. got kings. People got kings, man. And yeah. mine was the longest running king of all time. Mm. Like longest, and he died when I was out there. Oh man, that shit. A king funeral. Bonkers. Dude, for a month there was no music. Everybody had to wear black or like everybody had to wear dark colors. Couldn't be loud outside. It was considered disrespectful. And it's a musical city. That without a month of that, it was man. You have to stand up for like in a movie. Excuse me, when you go to the movies. There's like a three minute video on the king. You gotta stand up. That shit is wild. Yeah, and you stood. Yeah, but can we say that though? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just I thinking think from crazy. like a. So one, there's the like weird power of a king being mm-hmm. the rule of everything. But then there's the like collectivity in a way that you know we're so individualized here mm-hmm. and everything is about an individual. The idea that like. Everyone would do anything at the same time here <laughs> is crazy to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that everyone would do anything. Like anything. three people, co- three people coordinate their outfits and people go crazy. <laughs> flash mob. Millions of flash people. Mob. Yeah. yeah. The whole country. That's was seventy six people. That's a big flash mob. Yeah. Seventy six people doing the same thing. You're that telling me viral. that this country had a month long <laughs> flash morn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And that was just like what you do, dude. And as an American, I even felt at the time I, I felt like my American privilege like sneaking up on me and shit. I was like, why do I have to mourn the way that they <laughs> mourn? Like mm-hmm. I'm my own person, and I if I choose to cry and or wear loud colors, that is my prerogative, right? You know what I'm saying? That's like, nah, nigga, you here, you yeah. you and I should. Yeah. So it's more. We time. said no music. Yeah. <laughs> it's more time, and don't be too loud outside, or we gonna look yeah. at you. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't really gonna do nothing because we're mad passive aggressive, but we will look at you. Yeah, you yeah. wanna catch these looks? You, catch... <laughs> you don't wanna catch those looks, though. You really don't. It doesn't feel good. So, what you're describing is a certain kind of travel, that, right? That's like an open and curious and willing to take risks and do the same kind of like analysis of the people around you that you just described. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not all traveling. Um, right. I got really lucky, bro. I got so really lucky. I I'm know that. curious for you. You know, the way you're describing your observations of people there, what were your observations of other travelers that you saw in Thailand from the States or other places? And for people who, like, 
either are already traveling or want to be stepping into this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, what are some like best practices or the um, things that made you cringe when you saw someone else do it? I would, with things that would fuck me up is people that would choose to travel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and then act the same while they're out. What the fuck are you traveling for if you're not open to changing or mm-hmm. open to different or different like perspectives and shit? Because there's diff- there's different types of travelers. Right. I, went, I travel and I ended up living in a place. Then you got tourists. Then you right. have you have tourists that stay for short times who don't give a fuck. They want to party and fuck shit up. Then you got tourists that stay once to get into the culture but don't stay long enough to really get into it. But their want is there, so therefore they're more respectful. So you know what I'm saying? Like the city I was in was a very transient city. And so, like, we had, like, my my house was different tourists every week. Mm-hmm. I, I did a Tuesday night uh, open jam session at, at Northgate Jazz Bar, amazing place of music, amazing musicians. Every week was a different crowd of people. So it would, it would be so fucking dope. It'd be a house band, and they would go first. My boy who owned the spot, Opa, fucking amazing person. I ended up performing at a um, TED Talks because he was the person speaking at it. Amazing dude. Environmentalist, played saxophone, tall, handsome Thai guy, cool guy. An environmentalist, like a saxophonist. This guy's a catch. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a move catch. right there. He has a book out. Like, oh, has a, an author. Dude. Traveled to France with just his Shit, like, is his he saxophone. single? <laughs> I, actually, not no more. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Right. sorry <laughs> but I can't, every Tuesday, every Tuesday, he does the house band at first, and then I come in like 10, from 8 to 9.30, Then I come in like 9.30, and he and I host the open jam session. Every week, as soon as I get on the microphone and go, ahem, the crowd goes crazy. Because <laughs> they've never seen me before. Yeah. They think I'm dope already because I'm black. Yeah. And then I end up being dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't disappoint. <laughs> every dude, yeah. I got to have that kind of energy every week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as far as answer your question, the type of travels that would come through there, if people would come there, they would have no choice but to adhere to the energy that was around them. Yeah. They would have no choice. You would be pulled in. You report in next thing you know, you're a good person. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get them. I didn't expect a good person to come back. <laughs> I really think for a little bit. Yeah. I want to go deeper in like the, the jam session type of space. Oh no matter where you are, mm-hmm. there or here. Because that's what was the moment of like, oh shit, Binky's around. I got to get him in the show. It was, we do full moon jams at mm-hmm. Breathing Room. And it was Sam Trump's like birthday full moon jam. Sam Trump, what's up, man? <laughs> Shout out to Sam Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, it's 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 probably like four or five hours of f- folks on drums. You know, a, f- a few horns, or uh, you know, a sax was in there, and and just playing with the mics and the drum set, and just jamming, mm-hmm. right? And and it it was you, I think, probably closest to like at your full mm. max. Yeah, right. Of so I'm I'm getting to I want to be I'm curious about like your musical background because mm. there's there's the beatboxing which I definitely want to talk about because I think that's like a a dying invisibilized mm-hmm. hip hop art. Be surprised here at least okay. I would say, and then you know you hitting you hitting some notes you, you know, there's some melody in there <laughs> you know understanding of, of of rhythm and voice that like while you were in the room you were the center right like you you you, you had a very bright light and it, it was dynamic it's like this is a talented person going from joke to impromptu song to harmonizing with folks to picking up the sticks on the drum set it's like an entertainer yeah yeah <laughs> like and, in the like old yeah, yeah. no yeah that's, who could that's like perfect. sing and tell jokes right. and host and be charismatic like mm-hmm. fucking like dean martin or right, something right you know and, and so I, I'm, I'm just very curious <laughs> of those roots of of how you can be the the 
the jam session host when you consider yourself a musician? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Um, it took me a while to actually come to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Chicago has musicians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you have to be multifaceted today. Plus, I love all things art. It's in my, it's in my blood. In what way is it in your blood? My, I found my biological parents right before I went to Thailand. Probably, hmm. like, probably like five months before I went to Thailand. How about this? Got my birth certificate on a Friday. Opened it on a Saturday. Found my biological mother's name. Come hook a quick. I found, I found her on Facebook. With help, with help, okay? I won't be, if anybody ever listens, with help. Shy, thank you very much for helping me. You know what I'm saying? RJ, thank you, my brother. I love you so much, man. Shout out to the obligatory shout outs. All day. When it's like, oh, wait, I need to, like, this will I need be to give credit. Conflict if I don't shout out. Got it's not um, all me, guys. I found her on Facebook, said that she had an open mic that she hosts on Sundays. So... I go to your mother, my biological mother. Yes. So without calling or anything, <laughs> I go. Me and a couple of my friends and my girlfriend at the time go to her open mic on Sundays. I walk in, in Chicago. In Chicago, I walk in. What space? Um, it was like a man. It's like a, a lounge, like a uh, like older black people. Oh, lounge this is the something. greatest story the greatest ever. ever. <laughs> Not the lounge. Oh, that makes it so much better. It was a black ass lounge on seventy. Uh, like you got to be thirty and up. Oh, 35. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm, maybe 40 and that. Those are older But like miles. on the door it says <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> You must will be 40 through, Must have lived through the depression Yeah <laughs> <laughs> So it's a Sunday You just pop up on I the lounge I pop up Me and a couple of my friends We're the youngest people in there obviously By far uh, K-Love is with me I don't know if you know K-Love okay. mm-hmm. with me And I'm watching her And it's fucking surreal Here's a good looking Charismatic woman Hosting the show I'm like, what the fuck is going wow. on? Wow. And so first thing that happened was she she sees us. We're first the first thing I have, I see I see the people the band that's playing mm-hmm. is like my homies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? And they're like, Bing, what are you doing here? I'm like, ah <laughs> long it's story. So long story. <laughs> I'm gonna sit back, man. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Deep personal saga right here. Right. <laughs> Were they people who had like played yeah. Gigs with you, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, that's homies. So crazy homies, um, and they're her band. Yeah, and so wow. she she's walk. The first thing she does, she's walking around singing, um, "Let's get it on." And then she gives a microphone to a, a, a gentleman. He's like, "Oh, let's right. get it on." <laughs> and you know, they have a little moment. She does it to dudes. I'm like, "This is crazy. This is crazy." Wait, one, two, three. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I'm in the circle. No, 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 no. So everybody, she definitely does it. Comes around, let's get it on. It gives me the microphone. My friends are like, <laughs> You're like what? "Mom, <laughs> what are you about to do? Let's get it on with your mom." You freak. who doesn't know this? I was like, <laughs> "Let's get it on." <laughs> Um, <laughs> at least make it less sexy. <laughs> let, let, let's get it on. <laughs> I handed her back the microphone. She was like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's new. And I was like, oh, God. When you said it's important to be multifaceted, I think that's what you meant. <laughs> that's the main reason. <laughs> yeah. So you don't think let's get it on to your biological mother. <laughs> Meet her for the first time. Better have, put something it's in like, the back pocket. I'm going to remix have, this. You better have <laughs> Paradoxically put more attention on myself than I wanted uh, to. Get up, starts doing ballet. <laughs> That's what we call the edible remix. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, the night progresses. Yeah. The night progresses. Go on. Uh, a couple of us perform. I perform. Wow. We, like, we've hugged. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Oh, About 11.45 hits. 
she goes to the back of the like the back of the room for the first time. Mm-hmm. I just stood up and I was like, "Yo, fuck it, I'm gonna do it." RJ stands up with fuck me. Fuck it, factor. You fuck it, factor. <laughs> fuck it, factor. It was like deleted. I'm like, "Yo, fuck it, I'm gonna do it." Went back there. She's walking towards me, and we've created a rapport at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean for the night. And I grabbed her hands. I said, can I talk to you for a second? She was like, sure. And I was like, okay, I'm about to tell you something. What I'm about to tell you is about to blow your mind. <laughs> but it's going to be okay. She's like, this is the worst spitting game I've ever I know, right? <laughs> First thing beatboxes. Yeah. She's like, this guy is weird. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about, what I'm about to tell you is about to blow your mind, but it's going to be all right. All right? And she was like, Okay. Now, retrospectively, thinking, here's a big, tall, black dude like, I'm about to tell you something. Yeah, yeah. It's about to blow your motherfucking mind. But it's like, he's about to right. talk about Kemet. <laughs> we the lost tribe. Yeah. That's the first time I heard a white person say Kemet. That's hilarious. You said it's so white, too. Kemet. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to drag this yeah, out No, here. no, it was great. Yeah, I made it better. Man, I, I made it better. That was yeah, good. Yeah, oh, that was good. good. Oh, man. He was like ancient Kemet. Like, talk about Kemet. <laughs> I said it like Kermit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about Kermit. <laughs> Hotep Kermit. Hotep Kermit Hotep is the Hotep funniest Kermit thing I've ever heard in my life. About you can Kermit. have that. You can definitely have that. We oh could pull God. that off. Hello. <laughs> it's not easy being God. Today we're going to talk about Kemet. That's right. K is for Kemet. <laughs> yeah, Hotel Kermit, that's Hotel all you. Hotel Kermit is the oh. hell of <laughs> He'll sip tea, he burns sage. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I got her hands in my hands, and, I, and I'm going to tell her something. And she says, okay. I said, my name now is Lawrence Curtis Tollfree Jr. Everybody knows me as Binky. I was like, when I was born, my name was Marcus LaVon McKeever. And she's like, what? Pulled out birth certificate, unfolded, put it in her hand. She reads it. She's like, that's my signature. That's my signature. She cries. I cry. My boy takes pictures. A black Hallmark moment. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She tells me her father, she just buried her father two days before. Mm-hmm. Like, a funeral for her wow. father two days before. Yeah. And Fuck. then my son comes back. And comes to find out she had a daughter. Oh, I forgot this part. In my veins, it's not just that. The way that I found her. I kept looking up her name, and I kept getting Samata McKeever. I kept getting Barbara Acklin. That's what it was. Samata McKeever was on the birth certificate. I couldn't find anything, but only thing that kept pop- popping up was Barbara Acklin. So my girlfriend sent me Barbara Acklin's discography. I read it. She was with Chess Records. She wrote the song, uh, Tell Me, Have You Seen Her? Like, wrote that song, wow. had hits in the 60s and 70s. Um, at the bottom of it says, Survived by Son, Marcus, and Daughter, Samata. And so I put in a different last name, Samada Acklin. Everything pops up. That's how I got her Facebook. But that's my grandmother, the woman right. who mm-hmm. um, was this singer in the Barbara. Have you looked at Barbara Acklin? Wow, yeah. that's your grandma. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you know, and you knew her music beforehand? Well, you know that song. I knew yeah, that, that song. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, MC Hammer actually uh-huh. remade that song. <laughs> Tell me, have you seen it? Turns you out he's it? your uncle. <laughs> So she's emotional. She's seeing her signature. Yeah, man. She, um, I walk into the car and we talk, and you know, she tells me a whole bunch of shit. Next day, she texts me and says, "Do you want to talk to your dad?" Mm. I'm like, gasp. They still have proximity. They still have proximity. Uh, you want? You ready for this, yes. gentlemen? He's got okay. an open mic on seventy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's 
him and my father actually did go to school together. Crazy. You're, you're they were the father yeah. that raised you and your biological yeah, father. They actually were at DeVry together in the same class. Wow. Um, so he calls me. The story is this. They were best friends. They were never together. <laughs> they met playing basketball. They're both tall. He was away at school, scholarship playing basketball. He knew she was pregnant. She had a, a girl already. She was 18. She had a little girl already. I was already. 6'3". so she uh she was pregnant with me and he was excited about having a child he wanted he wanted to have the baby he was like that type of dude the money the superstar money was running out you know what i'm saying like my grandmother Mm -hmm. the money was pretty much depleted so she was kind of at a crossroads so decided last minute to give me up for adoption Hmm. told him i didn't make it Mm. So he didn't even know. Bum, bum, bum. Wow. So here he is 33 years later, find out that he has a son. Wow. And uh, he and I immediately got close. She had never told him. Nope. Only, by, only people that knew was her and her mom. Wow. And her mom died in 99. <sighs> Shit. Wow. Yeah, dog. This is a story. So what was this that movie? What was that phone call <laughs> like? <laughs> Uh, with him. It was it was good, man. It was real. Good. I, he he and I immediately got close because he kind of had been the way that he tells me. He kind of he'd been married twice and had a kid in each marriage and wasn't treated right according to his children. You know what I'm saying? Like how they treated him. One of them mm-hmm. moved away to Texas, and the other one like wouldn't let him see his daughter. And then he finds out years later they had a son they could never see mm. that he didn't know existed. So, like, he and I immediately got close because I felt really bad for him. He's, mm-hmm. man, he's a lot of bitter. A lot of mm-hmm. bitter inside. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I see traits in both of them on some identity shit where before I left and while I was gone, that was like, oh, I see that in me and I don't fuck with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it may, I was in a place where I could, I, I can actually change those and things. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. And name it now. And name it. Because at first it was just it was just a part of you. Yeah. But now it's like I can root and trace this yeah, thing. Man. I can observe it in someone else so I can have What's it, what's an example? Um, something that you trace back to them. Dude. Maybe um, one for each of them. If a- yeah, yes. My biological mother before I left was begging me to come see her meet her godmother. I'm like, cool, cool, but I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. I find she was like, come on, come on, I really want you to come see her. I really want you to come see her. I'll like, say, cool. I finally have time to go see her. As I meet them, she's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, move these boxes in this couch and shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I, I've been okie-doked. I've okie-doked people. <laughs> I've used my charm and charisma to get people to do things that I want them to do without telling them, like omitting some shit to them and still kind of using them in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't like the way that felt. And I saw her do it to me with her charm and charisma. Mm-hmm. She's a good-looking lady. She's like she's mm-hmm. just sm- flash a smile on you. You're like, yeah, whatever. Family connection, godmother yeah. come in, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of usury, and I've done that to people before. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to be perceived like that. I don't want to. I don't want to do that to people. With him, it's uh, <laughs> he's he's definitely mannish, mm-hmm. and definitely mannish can, as in dude or mannish as in manic. Manish as in he's heavy flirts, talks about women in a, in a you know oh, okay. what I'm saying? On some like yeah, but machismo. Like, yeah, machismo shit. type okay. shit. Behind closed doors, he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He's absolutely a gentleman. He doesn't talk like that mm-hmm. in front of women. Mm-hmm. But, but like, it's there. It's yeah. definitely there. That and also his ability to curve any conversation and make it about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely have done that. Mm-hmm. I legitimize it by thinking, like, I have relatability to this person. Like, I, right. I can I can relate to this story. Mm-hmm. So, But when you're on the other end of it, man, it's like, oh, 
Right. Oh, you're talking about you again. That's cool. <laughs> I was talking about my dead grandmother. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I got a dead grandmother too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Just, we, <laughs> we talk about this a lot. It's like the positive or negative response. And that doesn't mm -hmm. mean yes or no. It means like if you say, I had a good lunch, and I say, What'd you have for lunch? That's mm -hmm. a positive response. Right. You say, I had a good lunch, and I say, Oh, I had a good lunch too. I've like taken the attention. Mm -hmm. And now the only way to continue the conversation is to Talk like see lunch. that power to mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and then hope that I give it back yeah. as opposed to like sharing it and being mm -hmm. horizontal in that. I had a good lunch. It looks like we both did. <laughs> <laughs> well, what'd you have for lunch? Right. What'd you have? Then right. you ask me, right, and that's right, like right. an actual What if he doesn't thing. ask, though? Like, it's a dick. What'd you have for lunch? Oh, I had this great turkey sandwich. Have a good day. Right. Uh, and that's the that, then, then they closed it. That's the, right. But then that's them claiming power rather than you claiming power. That's fair. Anyway, that's so fair. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I see that on both of them, and I just don't like it. It, it makes, me, makes me want to change it. It makes me want to yeah. change it. And I, yeah. do, and I do. And that and that then informs that good person journey yeah, a man. little bit more just to, to bring things full circle. You got things that, this is a very personal question. You got things that your parents do that you're like dead set on not perpetuating? Mm. Good one, good one, good one. Yeah, so when my, my, when my mother, and it gets to my sister as well, like there's a, when feeling wrong or feeling offended, well, both can feel offended by others' inadequacies. So it might not always <laughs> just be you did something to me, it's just you're not doing it right. Mm. And that is an offense to, to my <laughs> existence. <laughs> um, um, and then in that place of offense, there, there was a harshness. And so that's something that I definitely mm. had to work through. Um, and then I think similarly, like, you know, my, my father being such a kind, caring, provisional person, you know, his relationship to women throughout life, his relationship to my mother of just trying to check the impetus to do that. And so I think I should I should have thought of an answer of something that's still active. But those are two things that like I've learned from and like have worked very hard to like check those things in my behavior and try to be aware when those senses go up of like, oh, I can manipulate or oh, I can fudge the truth or oh, I can really dig and let you know why you're wrong right now um, and letting a lot of that go. Yeah. What about you? I think it's easier for me to say with my dad than my mom. My dad is like a very emotionally accessed person. Like he accesses emotions easily, but I wouldn't say that he always like is an emotionally intelligent person in the moment, right? So like he's not stoic. He's letting it out. Mm -hmm. It's not violent, mm -hmm. but it, it just kind of runs its course. It might not be healthy or guided or intentional. <laughs> and then maybe after the fact it is, mm -hmm. but it's like, it just comes out. And so what I've tried to keep is that access to the emotion, mm -hmm. coupling that with a self-awareness that enables me to name that I'm having that emotion in the moment, mm -hmm. right? So that it, it doesn't mean I stifle it, but it means like I'm being mm, emotional. I'm having this emotion. I know I'm having this emotion. That yeah, way, if someone I'm says you're it. doing this, yeah. I can go, yeah, I know. <laughs> Self-awareness, yeah. man. And it doesn't mean I don't have that feeling, but at least I have a sense of I'm doing something that has an impact on other people. Yeah. So that that's the big one is trying to like be able to see what I'm doing as I'm doing it a little bit more. Mm. And then with my mom, uh, I think a like discomfort with advertising myself in some way. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say advertising in general. <laughs> <laughs> no, like just, just hate directed marketing. <laughs> I'm not a fucking consumer. Family, Get that shit out of here. <laughs> well that too. That actually I like. Yeah. But I think there's like some stuff where my mom like she you know she has her own consultancy oh, business and like I know there are things that she could do 
to like be seen put and put yourself there. out there that I'm also resistant to doing. Uh, so it helps me understand why she is too. Uh, Did we run over time? We gotta get no, out we're good. We're good. Oh, uh, no, we're good. Okay. Oh shoot. No, we do have to get out of we here. We gotta get out of here. <sighs> My friend. Yeah, man. This has been, this has been great. This has been awesome. Man. This has been great. Okay. Let's do an extended checkout then. <sighs> I feel like there's, so, there's much. so much. There's so much more. I definitely want to talk about beatboxing. Oh yeah. I definitely. There's more of the masculinity stuff we can do. I want to talk about charisma. I want to talk about comedy. (laughs) Can I ask one more question on the Thailand shit? Sure. So obviously there aren't that many black people in Thailand. You'd be surprised. I'm not saying there are not, but there aren't. It's, you know, what it's not Englewood. In the United States. Fair. And and just in the United States in general, what, it's like 17% of the United States. But we be killing shit. (laughs) Right. So even in comparison to here, there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of black people in Thailand. Right. But the like connotations or the assumptions that people have about you, I would imagine, are really different there because there's just a different context. Mm. So you said like when you get on stage, people would assume you were dope mm-hmm. because but you that's were black. here too, right? Like, you get from an all white audience, all white audience here. It's so much easier an all white audience. Your dad know that. Like in front of all white audience, do anything as a black person. You're like, Ahem. they're like, ah, here we go. Like, they ready, bro. This is gonna be something. This is gonna be something. I don't know what it is, but I'm excited about it. Like they be ready, doc. But I'll, I'll say this: uh, the difference, how they see you. I guess you're saying, how yeah. They like see what me. are what are the perceptions that you picked up on them having of you? Mm-hmm. And also, like, what did it feel like to not be living? <laughs> in a context where your body was being beyond the like I have access to these things mm-hmm. just to have that fucking like gaze taken off for a little bit the gaze is kind of still there but I think it's for different reasons mm-hmm. um, here is more fear right obviously and there is I'm allowed to be the cool motherfucker that I am that we are you know what I'm saying that we like the influence that we have on the world is crazy like the fact that hip hop is not even 40 years old Hip hop, not mm-hmm. not all the jazz and everything that comes mm-hmm. with it, but like as far as the, the hip hop culture was invented in the late seventies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We didn't have a culture. We invented how that has transformed the world. Yeah, it's crazy. Is crazy. I was thinking about this this week. Is it the the, the highest popular culture ever? Like, has there ever been a popular culture that is? Oh no, that's Catholicism. <laughs> that was top down though. That was super oh, top. That down. was like True. enforced. Yeah. True. But like kids weren't just in the street, just like oh let's let's yeah, battle these true. scriptures, right? Like Russia just <laughs> having battle these scriptures. <laughs> Russia just having graffiti John, all over. You know, people of the street, wherever right. they are, right, mm-hmm. are connected to hip hop right yeah. now. Yeah. And I don't think that that has ever happened in the history of the world, all over the globe, because it's pretty much touched every corner. It's, now. Yeah. Man, dude, it's, yeah. and so I think I'm allowed to be. They see me as the creator of that shit. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's like, oh, a real one. Yeah. They go one. <laughs> like I could, like I love this shit. They go one right there. It's yeah. like when we take karate, but they're like somebody comes. It's like oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah. gotcha. Fuck gotcha. this little yellow belt. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. There's a real one. <laughs> There's a real one. Just watch him with awe. He's gonna do something real. Yeah. Like watch this. Yeah. Oh, you just chop the shit on this. Like, but like they see me as a real one, and I and also they think I got money also because mm-hmm. I'm from America. So I get that privilege, and I'm bigger than everybody. Everybody's four foot seven. So yeah, we don't even think about that shit, dude. Yeah, I'm taller than everybody. I'm blacker than everybody, and I'm of the hip hop culture. And I smile a lot. So it's like they love me out there. Mm-hmm. They love me out there. I'm loved. I'm loved in the places I go to because I show love. I feel like, but it's a. I feel like it's a different type of love when people are also trying to love themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like in that area, you get the opportunity to feel loved by loving people. 
You know what I'm saying? And I and I I've been blessed enough to have the same thing in Chicago. Like no, right. I guess that's not a different feel for me. Hmm. It's you know it's different there because nobody looks like you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to get love You're from more international unique. people is yeah. a different type of love too, and it grows you. Yeah, that answers my question. I'm just. Did that feel? Did that still feel weird? Did it feel tokenizing? That, yeah, that they still that they um, loved you for all these reasons. That still thirty percent are you. Most black people that I know have been the only black person in the room at some point. <laughs> School, job, social interactions. Like we've been the only brother or sister in that situation. You got to you wear a different mask in that time. Right. Um. You have to. You, did you see a Amanda Seal special? Nah. She had a a really funny moment in there where she talks about when you real when you're not expecting that mm-hmm. and you realize you look on a flight and you start to look around <laughs> right. and you're like wait <laughs> you're like because oh, like we just gotta move through the world and yeah. then sometimes like oh shit how did I, I, I'm lonely <laughs> and then you prepare yourself for all black questions <laughs> like ABQ. is MC Hammer too legit to quit you like yes the fuck on my face everybody we, knows we that we have successfully had a hammer thread we have a hard and it's a long thread yeah. <laughs> here's the thing though you started you, with the hair of pants yeah from the Bottom. Uh, <laughs> this yes. is folding it on itself. <laughs> yes, that's what I want, guys. All right, yeah. all right. Let's check out. Yeah, let's uh, I'll just, I'll just say this. Yes. Um, you don't mind being the token mm. because at this point, it's not. It's, there's reciprocity. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's no. It's not. That's it's not just me teaching yeah. some shit. I feel like you should already do the research for. It's us culture exchanging, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And there were times. There were definitely times. Almost got the fights out there, my guy. I on. Everything I love, almost like had a fight with grown men over race shit because they didn't understand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't understand. And, and at least they, they had some sort of excuse. <laughs> They're fucking twelve thousand miles <laughs> yeah, away. Sure. It's like how are you gonna do cultural? No, fuck him. He's from the UK. Fuck him. He should know. Oh, that dude was from the UK. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was. He had a whole different mental thing. But anyways, it was it was beautiful. It's one thing to exchange. It's another thing to be like you have been willfully ignoring this mm. piece of who mm-hmm. you actually are, mm-hmm. right? For your which benefit. is what it is here, right? Exactly. Yeah, you were extracted from me. So the checkout is uh, an idea, something that came up uh, that's sticking with you from this conversation, or, or something you're feeling, just what you're feeling right now. Um, there was a saying that that got me uh, to leave. Yeah, it's one of the, one of the reasons why I left, and it was, it was a whole bunch of signs. That was pointing. That was pointing towards that. Just like it was a whole bunch of signs pointing towards getting me back here. I was on the ground so long as a bird. People thought I was chicken. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where I heard that shit at, but <laughs> I was great. like, "Yo, <laughs> I'm out of here." <laughs> so Remember when Superman opened his eyes and he realized he could fly on that shitty Superman, like Man of Steel, little mm-hmm. shit. But there was a part when he opened his eyes and he flew. That was a pretty cool part. Like, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I felt. I was like, yo, I can't keep doing the same things. I can't keep telling my shorties to get off their block. I can't get off mine. Hmm. Like, I, I can't. I'm a hypocrite. I got to. It makes me think this is a sidebar. Sidebar it, to it, your checkout. Yeah. You ever seen the show Documentary Now? All these guys from SNL, basically, they do satires or spoofs of documentaries. I and so they did a Jiro Dreams of Sushi one with this guy... Uh, who like makes chicken in Colombia, but that's not important. There's just a line where he goes, they call a man who is afraid a chicken. But what if a man is afraid of a chicken? <laughs> is he even a man at all? <laughs> it's just the funniest shit. Yeah, that's a way better quote. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like yours better. Yours oh, is a lot man. more applicable. Yeah. Um, what about you, Nate? What's sticking with you? Um, having a nuanced conversation about goodness. Um, I, I think in trying to like grow, I've rejected like, good bad dichotomies mm-hmm. 
especially within like the fuck boy tradition mm-hmm. of like the good guy actually usually being a toxic space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way that we were talking about it of like a, a, a method of accountability and confidence in your commitment to doing the work and to being transparent and to being um, self-aware and just working really hard to be of impact to people in community and, and using that language of good, which has felt limited for me, but kind of like breaking some of those limits. Uh, yeah, good doesn't mean perfect. Yeah, or yeah. flawless, or right. the opposite of bad. Right, right? like absolutely. Yeah, and so uh, I think that's cool, man. I'm glad you like yeah. changing some fucking narratives. Yeah, out here, a, a de-dichotomized goodness. Nice, hot for the me. De-dichotomy. <laughs> What's sticking with me is that the good thing about editing is that if you take a joke too far, you can always pull that shit back and post. <laughs> We had four too many bots. And I think we should leave them now. Now that you've, right, now that you've checked out it. about them. Fine, I'll leave it. <laughs> now that people have to bots, have fun <laughs> No, but I, I love hearing the experience that you had in being open to getting in the car, in just taking these plunges and in a healthy fuck it factor because <laughs> it's just something that I think for me yeah. is useful to have encouraged. I think I've gotten more cautious in my life in a lot of ways and feel a real hunger for that so it you know hey man, hearing the personal listen, experience bro, of it do it yeah it's, fuck it. it's changed fuck it. my whole you dig it's changed my whole you dig and it just sent me to levels of self yeah really levels of self man that just like i want to do better yeah knowledge can only come through experience you can't know things without experiencing them Sincere. and you have to open yourself up to that experience so thank you for being like an example and a reminder yeah. of that right now that you're back here, where can folks find you in the ways that you want to be found? Um, At your mom's open mic? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm taking it over now. It's a family business. Uh, I'll be Actually, I'll be at North Bar tonight with a whole bunch of my friends performing. I'll be doing some loop pedal. Yeah, you know what's crazy? You know what's awesome? You know what's fucking dope? And I'll get done. People don't know me. Right there, there are people who don't know my hood fame is awesome. It's like I, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Feel, it feels good. It feels mm-hmm. good when people, especially Chicago, it's hard to get in that mm-hmm. circuit and people yeah. accept you yeah, yeah. on a consistent basis. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I've managed to wiggle myself in there. But there are a whole bunch since I've been gone for four years. There's a whole bunch of people who don't know wh- what I do or who I am, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I get to reinvent everything. Mm-hmm. I get to, I get to be dope as fuck. And then leave. <laughs> like, that's that's Binky. You don't know Bink. Like, it's yeah, one person, but you don't know Bink. And then they were like, oh, this is Bink. And, and they introduced me to another dope-ass person. And then I'll end up doing something dope, and they'll do something dope. And then we'll separate. Like, yo, that's Bink. And then the legend continues. <laughs> Some, like, Chappelle shit on here. <laughs> yes. Chappelle Ooh. 2015 shit out here. Thank you for being here and chopping yeah. up with us. Thank yeah, you, man. Thanks for having me. This is dope. We'll be back next week with another person reshaping the culture of our city for the more equitable and creative. Much love to the people. Peace. Peace. Looking for a sustainable supplier for custom buttons, magnets, and stickers? Busy Beaver Button Co. is it. Order from a local, woman-owned, solar-powered business. Visit BusyBeaver.net to shop.